Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast, the last episode of November. So we are out of family month, Anthony. Yes, and we're moving into family month. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to do a theme December. I don't like that. (laughs) Well, it's another family month. I know, I know. But we do have a guest today. Yes. We have... Our friend Chris. <laughs> Hello. Occupation Chris. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Chris Occupation. Yeah, yeah. So Chris is a fan of the genre, yes. I guess you'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting into it. You're currently Something wearing new. a shirt that is of the genre, yeah. the thing. Currently wearing my exclusive Comic-Con thing Japanese style t-shirt. Where, where, rocking, which Comic-Con was it? Uh, new York City yeah. 2018. The, uh, 20, oh, it was 2018. Yeah, yeah, you had to find the guy. Yeah, I didn't go this year. Yeah. No, I didn't either, unfortunately, but... Uh, yeah, it's fine. You yeah, can... maybe next year. Maybe we'll go next year. Maybe I'll, As a gr- I'm, yeah, I, I submitted booth. for us to get a booth again. Yeah. Oh, I would love that if yeah. we go. Yeah. Be be- Dude, you end up paying like a bunch of money, but you get the, a place to put all your yeah, shit. You get, you get a cubby. As, yeah. long as, <laughs> hey, as long as they get their money. That's yeah, yeah. They well, they don't yeah. care. They give you like a couple tickets. That have like a you yeah. just walk wherever you want. It doesn't matter. Shutter magazine, right? Yeah, I went with sh- when we had shutters. shutters. Yeah, shutters. so so Shutter TV and all that shit. Yeah, ripped us off, dude. I had that thing in what 2010. It was like yeah, 2011, I think 2012. Yeah. And um, people got confused. They thought it was a, a window magazine. Oh <laughs> wow! I'm sorry, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You know what though? That magazine actually has a connection else, to this. Or a R. L. Stein interview in it? Oh no! Oh no! No, Dude, it would have returned phone. I calls. don't have time for this. R. L. Stein, go fuck yourself. I R. gotta R. write Stein. another crappy book called Shock Street. Uh, oh. oh my god! <laughs> but in that issue, I interviewed Herschel Gordon Lewis. Yes, who made Blood Feast, which go. is connected to this movie yeah. because this movie was supposed to be a sequel originally mm-hmm. but there we got sort of a connection i guess there you go yeah. i spoke to a 90 year old man about horror movies that yeah, was he just fun. thought it was he just thought it was the operator yeah what? yeah 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 <laughs> i literally emailed him and he's like yeah sure <laughs> yeah, no problem else, was it fulfilling oh for me yeah oh, dude i love herschel gordon lewis i love like the like his trilogy of movies mm. in like the 60s that Everybody was like, holy fuck. Like, dude, Blood Feast was what, 1963 or 64? Yeah. That was like the first, one of the first movies that was considered like a gore film, you know? Uh, I don't know. I really like him. And I like yeah. anything that has to do with him. Even the, even the Wizard of Gore remake that had, uh, what's his name from? Uh, we talked about when we. Fucking Marty McFly's dad. Uh, 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 Crispin. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, yeah, Crispin yeah, Glover. yeah. He plays uh, Montag, the, the Magnificent. The that, the yeah, the George McFly. Um, but yeah, you should really tell the people how R.L. Stein just didn't, just didn't want to, he, none he, of this. Yeah, we like emailed him because he apparently lives on Long Island. Yeah. He like is apparently pretty local to us. And like we just wanted like a phone interview or something. So I interviewed him. Oh, I was like, yo, man, like I, I didn't say yo, man, but I, I was like, oh, I've been a big fan since I was a kid. I have a a magazine that I do and I, you know, I just want an interview. Like, give me like 10 minutes, you know? And I said, he doesn't have time. And Uh I believe I wrote back. Fuck you. (laughs) That's when he responded. I have no time for this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's R.L. Stein. You're probably too violent for him. No. Well, you wrote that email in 1996, right? 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I brought it from okay, my, yeah, my yeah. AOL account. Like, I don't know what R.L. Stein was doing in 2012, but I'm pretty sure I had plenty of time. <laughs> Trying hey, to fund his movie, that's what oh he was doing. Oh, my God. Oh, now, now it's funny, thinking back now, it's like, oh, else, what is R.L. Stein doing? And then five years removed after that happened, the, 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 he sold the franchise. Did he? So well, he I know, well, he makes money off of it. Like, but he, he has nothing to do with any of the create, like the movies. That yeah, come but out. he he probably doesn't care. He probably doesn't give a shit. So, but he doesn't have. I I don't know too don't much know. about it. But if he does it, I think he doesn't. But Aren't, if he doesn't, he probably just doesn't care. Aren't there new Goosebumps books coming out? Yeah, but they're all like part of the like the movie series. Like you know, isn't Jack Black part of that series? Yeah, he's in the first one, and I believe yeah. the second one. Oh my and then god, the third one's coming out soon, probably. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. I don't think that's for me. All right. yeah. I, I, I'm all haunted mask. I'm all about that. The, the yeah, well, that was like a Halloween special, though. That was a great special. There was a couple good ones. Yeah, uh, I think up to I think it was like that one, and then up to it got a little silly at the haunted mask to the show. But also, you got to remember those were written and made for like kids. Yeah, but like elementary school scary. kids. Take oh, take anything that has teenagers in it and subtract about five years, and yeah, that's that's like the age group they're going for. Yeah. yeah, but back then it was like the '90s, and everything was a little more aggressive back yeah. then. Like the ratings weren't that bad. That's Mary true. Beth. Mary Beth, right? Oh Mary Beth. Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Like they like, are you afraid of the dark? It was awesome. Would never be like a kids show now. Yeah, I, it'd be too too or, too violent. I guess. Yeah, where like I can specifically remember watching that as like somebody in i guess like kindergarten or first grade yeah. so like you were a very s- small child watching this show and it was pretty scary for a yeah. kid yeah. even now like some of the episodes are are still pretty effective you, yeah you could still you could even go as close as like i'm um, not as much as violence i just mean subject matter you could go as close to like to the years of now like like the office the office the early season of the office you won't some of those i guarantee some of those episodes won't be on normal tv now just like think, it was too think, much for think i think about like what is that like uh when they're going through all the races they, oh, i would yeah. fly today i would have was I mean, 2005 2006 yeah i think a good example of a tv show not to drift off is probably married with children yeah if that was on today no way. Oh, you think that God. would work he's, <laughs> a, he's a black belt in jujitsu by the way really just let everyone know that um what's oh wait it? yeah you're right yeah, yeah. uh ed uh ed, ed neil ed o'neill ed o'neill yeah black belt in jujitsu wow fuck you up he seems like a pretty big guy too. Yeah, look like at videos tall? on YouTube. Yeah. Look at it. He's submitting people. You don't give a fuck. Wow. Black belt. Ed. I was gonna say Ed Bundy. Oh. <laughs> Al, Al Bundy. Bundy. Al Bundy. That was another. I loved that show growing up Me too. And then when I saw Fright Night, I was like, wait a second. I know this person. Oh, the um the girl Marcy yeah. Darcy yeah, is the girlfriend in Fright Night. Yes. Bundy was not in that movie. And I think you see like stunt boob. I don't think that's her real boobs. And we also talk about what's his name. The guy that plays the vampire is also um, child's play. Ch- not just child's play. He's um, Al Pacino's boyfriend in Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot, Anto- I forgot his name. I forgot. I forgot his name. In the- oh, oh, he's the yeah, yeah, with like, doesn't he have like a kimono on or something? <laughs> well, he's got a nightgown. A nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. Chris something is his name. Speaking of which. Did you see that reel to reel player slash recorder I posted on our account? Yes, I saw that. Yeah. I have all these old uh, reels of late sixties, early seventies radio Born. stations from yeah. yeah. It's only audio, baby. Uh, from New York City. It's all shit that like your dad would have listened to. Yeah. 
And on one of the tapes that I was going through, it had the radio spot for Dog Day Afternoon on it. Oh, that's The great. original radio spot. Fucking love that I got to go through all of those things and see what I can find. Maybe there's something horror related in it. Yeah. Maybe we could get a Texas Chainsaw Massacre audio yeah. Uh, ad. Yeah. I don't know. Based on actual events that never happened. <laughs> it all has to be uh, the voiceovers, right? Oh, no, yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. Just voiceovers no, and just... high-pitched sounds. Yeah. Well. Never. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. Shut up. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. What were you going to say? No, 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 I, no. I'm about to swim. No, no, we, to... I, I'll get, we'll, we'll keep on going in circles. Well, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of things that never really happened, but they want you to think that they did. Uh, did you see that there's a, a new movie coming out that's basically a documentary on cannibal Holocaust? And it's somebody like going to the filming locations in the Amazon and like speaking to actors and stuff. Did you see that at all? No, I didn't see that. What's the, what's the documentary called? I believe it's called In Search of Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> Everyone's using the In Search of title. Wait, uh, in search of searching Hitler. for Cannibal Holocaust. Searching for Hitler? That's a great <laughs> Hunting show. Hitler. Hunting Hitler, yes. <laughs> I think they both but, exist. <laughs> they both exist. But Hitler's still alive. Nope. Everybody seems to think that like Cannibal Holocaust, best best cannibal movie. Do you think that? Hell no. No. What is your favorite? Hell What's your fucking favorite? no. Well, first of all, this is we're. I'm gonna try not to go too deep into this okay. because this is like definitely something I'm into. But I, my absolute favorites are "Make Them Die Slowly," mm-hmm. Cannibal Ferox. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've maybe. heard of it. And "Eaten Alive," aka "The Emerald Jungle." No, never saw that. Drawing one. a blank on that. No, one. that's a good one. But uh, are you guys a fan? Uh, are you guys fans of cannibal films at all? Well, yeah, I I know it's not like. Have you seen any? <laughs> well, well, no. Well, I know. Like, I think the one you jump to immediately is, pro- like, if you're going like to popularity, it would be like the Hannibal Lecter series, which is like, you know, not really horror. Like, I I, I tend I like the Manhunter a lot. I know he, we t- debate about that a lot. I like the Manhunter a lot because it's to me it's like a horror movie meets Miami Vice. And people get eaten in that. Yeah. Um, hill, do hills have eyes categorized? Nah, kind nah, of, not really. Nah, nah. They eat. They do eat people. Well, they kill them first. They, yeah. Then, yeah. Well, like uh, uh, alive. How about alive? <laughs> that's, not even, that's not even a horror movie. You know, alive. The airplane. The soccer team movie. Do you know that movie? I know the movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. They. That, uh, well, I'll go alive. Alive is one of my favorite cannibal movies <laughs> based on a true story. But they, yeah. is that when they crash? They crash and, and they, they live eat each other. They have to eat each yeah. other because they can't. They're a soccer team. They're a soccer team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the, the, the guy dies and they, they start right at the rump. <laughs> but it's like a it's a weird trend that most of these movies are Italian. Yes. Right. And did this this week's movie Blood Diner feel very similar? Like, like it was like a European horror movie. It, it, just how everything was sort of like ADR'd, like all the you know all the audio was done after. Yeah, so I think that played a giant part in it of it feeling like an Italian like Italian horror movie. Like yeah. if you if you watch Asperia, sometimes you get a headache just from like looking at the lips uh-huh. or like you know like, could you or use any of those like you know like ex- like when the dialogue doesn't yeah, match up. Yeah, um, but um, I think there's just a, there's just some campy parts of it that just you know come across as. With with the after recording the audio after kind of come off as an Italian influence, but I wouldn't really go for they were going for that. I think yeah, it was just that it just the years and the genre and how it looks. It comes yeah, across yeah, this. yeah, yeah. But yeah, to me, yes, I, I get the sense of it. You know, it's really funny. This is kind of going back just to like a cannibal movie. 
um, I'm going through like all these movies that I like, and there's one that's uh, Cannibal Apocalypse. Yeah. And it has fucking what's his name from uh, Cannibal Ferox and Gates of Hell. Uh, can't think of his name right now. The actor's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He plays. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Top but head like, head. I'm looking at everything, and it's like, oh, the the director of Cannibal Apocalypse, Antonio Margariti. That sounds Italian. What's that from? What else is that from? Think. Antonio Margariti. Think really. Like Inglorious Bastard. Yep. It is. That's I'm, it. I think of Brad Pitt's. No, no, oh, no, no. The other character. Eli Roth's character is oh, Antonio what? Margariti. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Dude, I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait a second. That sounds so fucking familiar. And I, I like looked up the scene. I'm like, holy shit, of course. And of course, it's Eli Roth's character. Yeah. That's but apparently, nice yeah, apparently Quentin Tarantino is a big fan of his because yeah. well, uh, he did a whole bunch of spaghetti westerns and all that yeah. shit. And, um, I guess that was like his homage, and I guess Eli Roth is also into yeah. it because he did the Green Inferno. Yeah. Oh, he actually. I remember listening to him on Jericho's podcast because uh, Eli Roth talking about the like talking about that. I believe if you if you go back to it, it's when the when Green Inferno was being filmed. It's not even out yet. They were talking about Glorious Bastards in the name, dude. I went to that movie. The night it came out by myself at yeah. like midnight because nobody wanted to did go you see like it. it. Did you I, I did. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I liked it. I like cannibal movies like that. Yeah. I love like th- that, like jungle cannibal movie. Yeah. And it was just an updated version. I and, thought what I read was they filmed it on location mm-hmm. and they used actual native tribes to be the people. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's like they taught them how to act and apparently they were confused at first, but once they got used to it, they apparently loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did that with all the original movies too. Mm. They like just hired these people, like, "Oh, you want to be in this movie?" And like they would show them like movies, and they'd be like, "Ha ha ha!" They would think it's so funny. Apparently, he showed them. I I think uh, Cannibal Holocaust. He showed like the tribe the movie, and they thought it was like fucking funny. Like, ah, yeah. They're probably one of the nicest civilizations in the whole world yet. Yeah, they're depicted to be. Well, yeah, cannibalistic of tribe. Yeah, uh, Eli Roth and Quentin Tarantino are very big. Like I know it's weird to say, but like they are big movie buffs. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like like you get direct, you get people, writers and directors who just this is a job. Like they are movie fanatics. Like dude, Quentin Tarantino made a Django movie. Yeah, I don't know if like anybody has actually seen these like the original ones. Have you ever seen any of the originals? No, the old ones. Yeah, like the first You'll Django movie YouTube. is probably my favorite western of all time. Yeah. It's awesome. He, um, the dude rides around fucking dragging a, a fucking casket with a machine gun in it. Yeah, you, he, <laughs> like not, not all of Tarantino's like latest projects have been like not when I say latest within the past 15 years. Like there's a couple flops in there, but you got to give the guy credit for like trying to like homage. He does what he genres. wants. Yeah, he's got the money and he's got like, dude, like the dude had. Think about this. It might sound different now. Like when, when did Grindhouse come out? 2008, 2006. Dude, that, was awesome. that was an awesome yeah. idea. Him and yeah. Robert, Rod- yeah. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. And that's not their first time they've done movies together. Yeah. No, they, they did um, uh, From Sin- Dusk Till Dawn. And didn't they work on, didn't Sin City, wasn't like parts of it they worked together on? Like wasn't, that was, wasn't Sin City, Rodriguez, and didn't he produce I could be wrong. And then uh-huh. I think they did Desperado as well. Desperado. Yeah. 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 But think about this. Like he's That's got a awesome bunch of money. Movie, man. He's into he's into these crazy horror movies. What do you do? I'm gonna do Grindhouse movie. And people were probably like, What the hell is that? And then I think I think I think it would have been appreciated more today than in the year two thousand and six. Oh for sure. Yeah. Oh for sure. Like 
like just especially like the whole death proof thing with yeah. Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. dude, that you got Snake Plissken in your movie. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That was you know you would get a horror movie and then you would get like a, an exploitation yeah. like action movie and like they had the whole thing where like shit was cut out of it and like yeah. it didn't make sense. Like it was very realistic. And I, I love that they're watching the same stuff that we're watching. They oh, just yeah. happen to have caught a break or two and. Yeah. You know, because like, like it or not, like Quentin Tarantino was like the first one to really start bringing that type of film back into the yeah. mainstream, like a real, you know, like Pulp Fiction and all yeah, that well, shit, you know, you know Reservoir this, Dogs. Like, yeah. dude, you could set, you could have made those movies in, in the late seventies and it yeah. wouldn't have felt weird. You know, yeah, that's just the style you, and how it was. Yeah. You know, the John Travolta story about Tarantino, right? With how, like how to us as like we're all the same age, right? Like 30, yeah. 30, 31, 30, yeah. 30. Um, to us, John Travolta has always been a popular star, but back when Pulp Fiction came out, he started, he was on a downswing. He did the look who's talking movies and people thought there was no, like um, there was no, no more legs on Travolta's career. Yeah, Like he's you done. couldn't get him back. And Tarantino was like, no, like he's got to play this role. And the studio was like, no, we don't want John Travolta. In this wow. Movie. And he was like, no, he has, <laughs> and that movie saved his career. Like, isn't that crazy that, like, he, like, Tarantino banked on Travolta and people were like, Travolta's not a star. He's washed up. Washed up. Exactly. And people were like, why were they having, why would we need Travolta in this movie? And he's like, no. Then he washed himself up again later Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 he he brought him 20 more years, though. Excuse me. Oh, and he killed his son, didn't he? No, I think his, didn't his son kill himself? No. 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 Nicholas Cage. No, no, no. no. Jet Jet Travolta. Yeah, he, like, refused to get, like, medical attention because he was going to pray it away or something yeah and his son died he should go to jail for that (laughs) (laughs) fuck him you see that movie that's on like amazon or netflix it's like him as like a linesman no for like a power company and it's like they gotta beat a storm coming or some shit Yeah. I remember him in some some broken bad arrow. broken arrow. Broken Christian arrow. Slater and Michael yeah. that Face girl off. from Super Mario Face Bros. Off. Face Off. Well, look at all the movies he followed up with Pulp Fiction. <laughs> all those movies are post Pulp Fiction. <laughs> look who's talking to. Look who's oh, talking. That was pre Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no, yeah, pre. It's pre. He's is he like? Oh, wasn't he just in? He was got John Gotti, and it was held back a year. Yeah, I heard it was just terrible. It was terrible. 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 I feel terrible. like you just he, you just yeah. gotta watch. The Godfather. Yeah. And then that's it. There's like no. Are there any other like really good mafia movies that like aren't well, like I'm not talking about like modern. They are. Mafia no, there are. There, there, there's are. There's a there's um, what, what came out a couple of years ago. This movie called History of Violence. Not History of Violence. God. Uh, Most Violent Year. It's a great uh-huh. monster type movie. But um, because it's like Goodfellas and like yeah. fucking uh, that wasn't Viggo Mortensen. Was no, that, that, I missed the title. Oh, History of Violence. Right, right. Viggo Mortensen. Oh fuck! Wait, oh, wow. no, dude. Uh, Eastern Promises. Eastern Promises that was is a great. One. That's, That's a mafia movie. That's a uh, sick movie, dude. The naked fight in the shower. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man! Oh. And like every time they're like hitting each other, you just hear like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. slapping. Na- <laughs> that year, that year had a lot of naked fights in movies. Like, by the way, I'm not, I think that was 07. I don't know. I just remember seeing that movie and be like, wow, that was unexpectedly yeah. good. I know I have it. I, someone someone gave it to me and then yeah. I watched it and I was like, damn, <laughs> he's really good. Even the damn, Russian accent. Damn, and I took a year is. of Russian in college. To, I was like, wow. <laughs> I used him as my, uh, my voice. Really? Yeah. That was your accent? Try to You're, be like him. Oh, my God. So we're, we're veering way off track right no, now. That's fine. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. 
So uh, this week we're doing Blood Diner. Yes. Have you ever seen this movie before? No. Have you ever seen this movie uh, before? At, in passing, like not as like like not enough to like remember. Not love, yeah, no. Did you get that this was a horror comedy? No, up until I saw the trailer. Okay. Did you know it was yeah. a horror comedy? Well, the, wa- watching it, yes. Obviously, you kind of feel like some people debate whether they meant to make this funny or not. I think they were gonna supposed to. One hundred percent, this was fucking supposed to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one big telltale thing is the guy getting hit by the van. Yeah, yeah. And just, like just, a, just, yeah, there's a just lot. how comical that was. And and the fucking uh the dummy. Yeah. Like the cowboy dummy sitting at the fucking diner. Yeah. Like yeah. it's supposed to be fun. But this was released in uh nineteen eighty seven. It was I July tenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was uh wasn't Blood Rage also? Eighty seven. Eighty seven? Yeah. We're doing a lot of eighty sevens. Uh something that was I I noticed when I was looking through all the shit for this that this was um mixed in mono. Is that normal at this point in the eighties? Like that has to be a real sh I think that's a mistake. <laughs> like not 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 saying not saying that like like that on like not saying you made a mistake. I'm saying that like if it was mixed in mono, I don't Can think I see that? Because the eighties was all about surround sound and Stereo, yeah. Was like, surround sound big in the eighties? Yeah. That was like the nineties, where you see the well, THX Dolby. Yeah, but that the was theaters. like the marketing of it, like THX. Now take your home home surround sound. Yeah. Well, like my old Star Wars, like a lot of the CBS Fox, like older big movies, like those were all stereo. Yeah. It was like high fi sound. Maybe they just didn't have room for it in the budget. Yeah. Well, the budget was only three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Three hundred dollars. Oh, three hundred. Oh, wow. I thought I, I would have been. I would have guessed three. Dude, you know what? For $330,000, they did a really good job in this I hear movie. budgets for these movies all the time. And I'm like, that seems like a lot for like yeah. what we got. For what- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, though? This looked like a real film, like a theatrical film. It didn't look like sometimes yeah. you watch something and it looks like it was shot on somebody's home video camera, oh, yeah. despite being a major you know, release for somebody. But um, this this film was shot in three weeks. That's insane. I heard somewhere it was 18 days. That wow. is fucking crazy. That's nuts. Do you think you can make a full fucking nope. movie in 18 nope, days? No, 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 That's no, wild. With can... the amount of stuff that was in the movie? No. Nope. Like if you're doing like a smaller movie, like Paranormal Activity, maybe. But I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, can you make a movie nowadays, like a full length motion picture? I'm not talking about like an amateur film. I'm okay. talking about like with a, a crew Okay. For for that type of money. I have I have an answer. And not Blair Witch Project. No, 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 fucking... no, no, no. I have an answer. It's yes, but it will never happen. Yeah, I guess. Because so. because it's the money comes from like the money the whole point about doing a movie is to make your money back. Or make make your money back and more. And what's the biggest thing of how do you get people to come out to your movies? Advertising. And that's why A lot of them. Yeah. yeah. That's why Louis C.K. did that thing. Oh, R.I.P. Louis C.K. with the um, with um, he did a show on his website where he just dropped it, and it was great. It was a great show, and it was an experiment. He just dropped it, filmed it in like short amount of time, dropped it, and no no advertising, and it just didn't pick up. Like no one, nobody gave a shit. Well, it was on his website, and you had to pay on his website. It was just there was just one day you woke up and it was there. That's not, yeah, yeah. That sometimes that That's works. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. It depends on. You know, it was a good show. I loved it. It was a great show. Yeah, I guess Horse you, you just have to get lucky. That's really what yeah. it comes down to with that stuff is sometimes you strike, 
you know. Yeah, it depends on your some, followers too. And yeah. Oh, now it, yeah, I'm pre- and I guess nowadays, if you do a movie in eighteen weeks and you have a big enough star that has a big Instagram following, goes, "Hey, this movie comes out next week. We filmed it a week ago." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, people that could work. Out, well, yeah. even look at like uh, the Cloverfield paradox. They literally released that that night. That night. I mean, granted, Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Yes. Granted, the movie sucked, and granted, it probably took them a long time to probably film. Probably took a year, but still, like, it is possible to get people to watch your movie. Oh yeah, like, it, immediately. It, it it is it is, but, but I think, but that was also a sequel to a franchise that people are really yeah. into. But also, think about this: if you're doing a movie in 18 weeks and with a bu- with a budget like that, it's like everything's expedited. 18 days, dude. 18 days. I'm sorry. 18 <laughs> days. Like, think about it. Expedite. Everything's going to be expedited fees. Like, yeah, it's going to be so expensive. Yeah. But uh, originally, the the rights were bought to this movie to make a Blood Feast two. So mm-hmm. this was originally going to be a sequel. Makes sense. But Herschel Gordon Lewis wanted a shit ton of money, and they obviously didn't have it. But that version of this movie, the brothers were going to be played by George the Animal Steel Ugh. and Michael Berryman. That's great. Imagine that. That would have been fucking awesome. George the Animal Steel. I wish I, I wish they would have made that version of this because just picturing Michael Berryman and George the Animal Steel together, like yeah. playing the Mike and George character, insane, crazy, insane. I and I guess they that's why the names are Mike and George. Oh wow! Yeah, Makes George sense. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but this was directed by Jackie Kong, who I think she did the Being. Also, have you ever seen that? That was like an early eighties. I've not seen shit it. Show. I heard she only did like four movies, and this might have been her more popular. One. Yeah, this was definitely the most popular one that she did. But apparently, she was the reason why it became like a real horror comedy. Like she really pushed for like the comedic factor. Yeah, and I gotta say, this is to me. This is probably the best horror comedy that I can think of. I think this beats. Would you consider Return of the Living Dead a horror comedy, or is it a horror movie with comedic like horror movie with comedic like parts? Parts. Can you? Would you self can, self-aware? Horror yeah. Movie. Would the Burbs be considered a a horror I, comedy? I, I yeah I, right. I still, yeah, I still I I know and I might get heat from saying this. I'd still think Shaun of the Dead is is funny. Yeah, funny, funny horror, comedy it, horror. You know what? Yeah, this, I agree with that. Zama, this, this one just gets me. Yeah, I yeah, guess it gets I, you as a yeah. person. Yeah, and <laughs> I think it's because of like my love for the original Blood Feast. Yeah, and all the jokes that are like there's small things that you pick up in this movie that are plays on that shit. Yeah, it's just I can't really think. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is. Yeah. A great modern zombie Ma, movie. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, much newer. Would yeah. I say that I would take it over this? No. But no. I, I like this shit. Like yeah. the shitty fucking B-movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not I, saying quality-wise. I'm just saying like like best of all time. I think that just like... just Is Beetlejuice a horror comedy? I, I, would, I, would, I would say comedy horror. What about Gremlins? Comedy horror. Like co- co- comedy... Uh, I think it could be a new genre. Yeah. What about Little Shop of Horrors, mm. but the Rick Moranis one? I don't know. Musical <laughs> horror comedy. Music, yeah. Music horror. Dead Alive. Horror comedy? Mm. With the like Sri Lankan rat monkey or whatever? I would say yes. Yeah. Book the, of Caleb. What the hell is that? You never saw that one? No. Or that one quote, the guy's like, garbage day. Oh, dude, that's fucking um, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Are you sure? Yeah, bro. What's the book of Caleb? I don't know what that is. 
I gotta look that up. Someone told Silent me Night, that. Deadly Night 2 is Garbage Day. Mm. That's, that's my favorite of the series. Mm. <laughs> I have that somewhere on here. That's the one where the cover is like the Christmas bulb and there's like a handgun on it. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I think they did a really good job yeah. in making this a funny movie. And, you know, it's also a horror movie, but it really overall is just a horror comedy. Yeah. There, I don't know how you could get this mixed with like a straight movie that they just fucked up and made fun. Yeah, no, it's it's supposed to be funny. I think. But uh, something that I found out about this that kind of made me a little sad was Rick Burke, the guy that played Michael, died the year after this movie in a car accident. Apparently, his buddy, he's like in a band, mm-hmm. and his buddy was drunk driving and crashed the car. They both how died. Old, I think. Yeah, how old is he? Uh, twenty eight, I think. Oh my god. Yeah, twenty eight. We're older than him. Yeah, he died. In, he died in nineteen eighty eight. It's pretty fucked up, man. He was in a local band and everything. What what day in 1988? Oh, that I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I don't know that. Come on, man. Was it August 3rd? <laughs> okay, so resurgence. Before me. before we like actually get into this movie, I'm gonna say 90% of the podcasts that I listen to about this movie, everybody fucks up the names of everybody. So we're gonna try our best to not, or at least I am. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, the other paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I got the everything's very close to blood feast, so I got the two fucking swirling around right now. So I hope, I hope I can get through this. All Got right, notes. Anthony. Yes. Let's get to it. Blood feast. Okay, so this movie starts with like a really funny warning, and I've I've never seen a movie that had some sort of warning like this. Anthony, have you ever encountered something like this before? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like a Wait, weird. Did warning? the version you watch have like a warning? No, before? it just it just it just this the one I, I on when I was streaming it it just it started like right like it was in the house. Cr- yeah. Okay. So I'm going to play the warning right now. Warning. The truly unusual motion picture you are about to see contains many scenes of graphic violence. It is not intended for the faint of heart, nor the young and impressionable. While it is a sad fact that mass homicide and practitioners of blood cults infest our society, the producers of this film wish to express that they do not condone, nor do they want to inspire any of the human butchery or violence portrayed in this film. If you feel you will be offended by such material, please leave the theater at once. Note, all of the mutilations, bodily dismemberments, and cannibal rituals were performed by seasoned professionals. Please do not attempt any of these stunts at home. But um, the movie opens, and it looks like it's the 50s, but I believe it's supposed to be the 1960s. Yeah. And they had all, like, doo-wop music in this, and apparently that was the only music they could get the rights to for free. But also, I feel like doo-wop music's like a diner thing, right? Yeah. That's yeah, what I kind yeah. of thought, Like too. Like 50s when yeah. the diners were the place to be. But it makes it like very awkward, right? Like like it's you just don't expect to hear this type of music while some of the things in this movie, you know, yeah. are going on. I kind of like that, though. That's, <laughs> that's the big thing. We talked about that with Halloween, too. Yeah. With uh, Sandman. Yeah, where it just kind of like gives it a different... That became that, that became like the fourth theme theme of that timeline of, horror, of Halloween. That Oh, yeah, they kept changing it. H2O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but we hear a woman say, where are you, you little shitheads? Talking about her kids. And this is Michael and George's mom, who we don't hear anything else about. I guess she had no other connection. And we never see their father, and they never mention their father. Which, the uncle, that would be his brother. And they never say anything. Like, was he into, like, the Lumerian shit also, or what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. <laughs> the uncle's accent too. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're going to get into that shit. But um there's two kids playing and the mom's going out to get some goddamn tampons. And uh these are our two main characters, Michael and George or Georgie, or whatever you want to say. Mikey, Georgie, Michael, George, Mike. I like George Michael. Yeah. George Michael, Michael, <laughs> Georgie Porgy. But we get this POV shot from outside and there's really heavy breathing and this is Really the only time they do it in the movie, but it gives it like that Halloween type feel where you think there's, you know, something bad's going to happen. And we hear this news bulletin and it's saying how there's this fucking killer on the loose and he escaped and there was some massacre somewhere and he's armed with a meat cleaver in one hand and he's got his genitals in the other. So he cut his own dick off. I I like thought that was a joke at first. And then. Like later on, he actually says, "No, like I cut my dick off." <laughs> I thought it was like I thought it was like, "Oh, this must be some kind of like term from the '80s that I don't know." <laughs> like, oh, that, like uh, he must have some set of balls he holds. <laughs> but uh, we get a POV shot that is now like looking directly at the little boys in the house, and they're in the house and they're playing with their toys and shit. And the one kid is trying to hypnotize the dog. Right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to hypnotize the dog. And I believe it was little Michael who was played by a female. Yeah. That was actually a little girl. That wasn't a little boy. Oh. And, and like after you go for it, 1987, but now that I said it, if you go back and watch it, you'll be like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Forward thinking 1987. Look at that. Uh, someone's trying to bust in through the door and you start seeing pieces of this shitty fucking paper thin door. Going flying, and finally the person comes through, and it's their uncle Anwar. What a name! <laughs> good job pronouncing that. Though. You're good, good work, dude. I I know how to pronounce. I could pronounce every fucking name in this goddamn movie. All right, jeez. No, no, I'm just saying. Jeez, that, man, that was that was, that was <laughs> what I was worried about. But uh, he drops the meat cleaver immediately, and he acts like very lovingly towards them. I guess they're his favorite nephews. He, said, yeah. he might say something like that, but um. He gives them two. Um, he gives both of them these amulets, and they're supposed to be Lumerian amulets. You know anything about the Lumerians? Do you know what Lumeria is? Uh, ancient uh, cult that sacrificed people. No, not quite. It uh, was a good guess. My next door neighbors. It's Lumeria? like a it's like a sunken city, Lumeria. Oh. That like an ancient sunken city that was like a land bridge between what like Madagascar and like That's where Aquaman's <laughs> and, like Africa. No, no, not Africa. <laughs> uh, somewhere in the Pacific. But uh, there's like this whole thing about like the Lumerians, like were able to foresee like a cataclysmic event, and they put their knowledge. I, I like. I did all this reading. I got some help and read a bunch of bullshit. Uh, They put all their knowledge into these crystals and like buried them. And then some of them like left the earth to go somewhere else in the galaxy. And others went underground to take care of the earth. I do crazy shit. What is what it? What does it have to do with an Egyptian goddess? Absolutely nothing because Egypt is not in the Pacific. (laughs) 
Correct. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so the uh, the uncle says that he's got to straighten things out outside. You can tell there's cops outside. They tell him, you know, come out. You're surrounded. There's nowhere to go. And as soon as he walks outside, he gets shot to death. <laughs> what what an intro to uh, to a movie. But um, while this is all happening, they're like talk. He's like talking to the kids and they're like, oh, like you've been reading your book. And they show this book and they show this book throughout the whole um, the whole movie. The book is Black Magic of Vanished Cultures. It's I I wish it was more of like a uh, like a Black Magic for Dummies book, but I guess they don't have that in 1987. You got to keep it a little bit serious. Don't they have that one of the Child's Play movies? Yes. They do. Right. Was, was that in Bride of Chucky? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was in Bride of Chucky. It was, that was like the mid nineties. She has it, yeah. right? Yeah. That's how she brings him back. Brings him back. But, uh, the, the only weird part about this scene to me was like when Mike's holding that, like Felix, the cat clock, it like stops working and then starts spinning like crazy. Was that supposed to be him? Like he gained his like, mind control power like i don't know what the hell that was guessing you can't get a clock to just do that yeah that like (laughs) yeah that really didn't make sense to me but uh we see that it's 20 years later now so now we're definitely in the mid 80s so i guess that would have been like the late 60s or whatever but uh it'd be exact 1967 yeah it it had to be somewhere around there Um, years later 87 so someone's digging up a grave and we see the security guard walking through like this, like spooky graveyard to investigate what's going on. And they show like the tombstone on the floor. And it says, uh, I think it was, uh, Anwar. Was he tut? No, he was. an. I think he was cause they're Tutnam, I believe. And he was Antoine Nantut. That's what it was. So, yeah. He's Nantut and they're Tutnam, I believe. Um, and the security guard like approaches this guy and he kind of just like makes his face out of him, uh, Adam, but from behind somebody else comes and hits the security guard in the head with a shovel and it knocks his eyes out. (laughs) So, you know, immediately that this movie is going to be, you know, pretty over the top like that. But the two people digging up the grave are grown up Mike and George. So what are they doing? I guess we're about to find out. So they take a hacksaw to Uncle Anwar's corpse and they remove his brain and they put it in this fucking like giant mason jar. Uh, Mike reads from a book and he resurrects Anwar, but he's just a brain with eyes in a jar, which I find incredibly funny that this is like sort of the driving force in the whole movie yeah. is a, is a brain in the jar. And was it very Captain Planet? Was that Cap- no? It's uh, not Captain Planet. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Krang. Krang. Krang yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Yeah, he just doesn't have arms. That's yeah. like the only thing he's missing. But uh, when I, so I like rediscovered this movie a couple years ago, and I remember specifically like not realizing that I saw the movie until. I saw the brain in the jar and I'm like, holy fuck. I saw this when I was like 10 years old. For some reason it didn't click until I like, yeah. it's such a unique thing to have in a movie. I was like, fuck. But, um, Mike reads from the book and they resurrect Anwar. And now we're in the police station and the cops are talking about the grave robbing. 
And they're saying that the security guard was murdered and, you know, he had no enemies, nobody, everybody liked this guy. And I think one of them says like, oh, and his daughter's hot also. <laughs> he says something fucked up like that. But um, the chief, who is one of my favorite characters in this movie, because he like is constantly just fucking going off and then like reeling it back in. Um, he says that he, he has a feeling something cataclysmic is going to happen. And he's speaking to, I believe, the detective Mark. And Mark is like dressed not for this time period. He's dressed like very early to late, like early 80s, late 70s, like almost disco. Yeah. I remember, wasn't he wearing like a sequin jacket? Yeah. Something yeah. Similar to that. It was very it was, weird. It was the costume department. It's all they had, right? Well, he was like, he was, he was acting like fucking John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever hey. also. Better than staying alive. Travolta. Was that the uh was that supposed to be the sequel? It was. It was with uh I think Stallone did it. He made it. He made it or like he yeah. wrote it. I think wrote it, produced it, directed. Oh, that's weird. And his brother did the music. Sly Stallone? His brother, um, um Fred Frank, Fred or Frank? Frank? Frank Stallone. Yeah. There you go. Do you I remember? saw Frank Stallone recently. He's on True TV. Oh really? really? Not to drift. <laughs> what's, he doing? Drift what's he doing on there he's one of those personalities on the uh like countdown shows of cl- really internet clips how does he how does he look man better than judge dread wait is that frank stallone in that one no no that was the, 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 no, no no you're what's... thinking his brother and judge oh this, uh, um no somebody you're close <laughs> somebody plays their brothers and um it's um oh my god so his his name his initials are aa the actor he was in the, the Odyssey. Yeah, he was the villain in it. He's no. Odyssey. He's he's in so many so much Oh my god, this could kill me. I'll remember. I'm not gonna look <laughs> Adrian something maybe. Do you remember do you remember the restaurant Stallone's? Where it was like where Boston Market is now? No, I don't remember Stallone's. I no? I do remember Planet Hollywood, which uh, I thought all oh, the, I love uh, Planet Hollywood. All the celebrities worked at. Dude, I went I to Planet. Wrong. I went to Disney World in January, and I went to Planet Hollywood. It is not the same. It is not the same. I no. didn't think it was still a restaurant, just a storefront now. Right? No, yeah. no, no. There's a restaurant. It's still like a whole thing, but it's just like they just play like loud techno. It's just Applebee's. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. It's not potato chips instead of French fries. <laughs> the oh, no. worst. Oh my god. <laughs> But the chief says that he's going to give him, a, um, Mark the detective, a new partner. And she's a rookie from New York, which is always, you know, they always got to add in that they're from New York. Um, but <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, she she broke the case in the enema bag rapist murders or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. <laughs> she played a she played a sex surrogate. What's that? It's a sex surrogate. I don't even know what the fuck that is. But uh, we see Mike and George with Anwar, and he's explaining that they need all these parts of girls to resurrect Sheetar. And if you've seen Blood Feast, the goddess he's doing it for is Ishtar. It must be the sister. It's the sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Babe Ruth. More <laughs> What is it? Oh, you look, you look more like Babe Ruth's gay brother, Gabe Ruth. Is that what it was? From, uh... <laughs> oh, is that, oh, is that, is that, is that uh, 40 year old virgin? It's, it was a 40 year old version so, or, uh, for virgin or it was Zachary definitely Paul Nicole. Rudd, right? It was Paul Rudd. Yeah. Time, right? You look like Babe Ruth's gay brother, Gabe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
they also have to prepare a blood buffet. Buffet. Makes sense. <laughs> the blood buffet. The blood feast. But George is, um, George is a cook at the diner. And Mike's like, I guess, the server slash like front guy. Does everything front else. House. Yeah, this guy, these two guys do fucking everything, apparently. And we overhear a conversation in the diner, and it's this group of girls talking about how they're going to do naked aerobics. Have you ever seen naked aerobics, man? Is that a thing? In from 87, naked aerobics? No, that's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that probably is a movie. That probably definitely is. But uh, Mike uh, is outside, and he meets a girl that was uncomfortable with doing the naked aerobics. So her friends kind of like left her there and she's upset about it. But uh, Mike invites her to the to the blood feast. He's like, no, 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 They're, they suck. They're, they were, what do you say? Like they were dressed like, uh, said they were dressed like something fucking dumb. But she's like, oh, huh. she's all like fucking, she's all into Mike. But he seems like much older than her, right? Is yeah. she supposed to be in high school or are they supposed to be in college? I think they're supposed to be in high school. But like they're doing like, like nude scenes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, I mean, that, in the context of the, of the yeah. movie, like they're yeah. doing like seniors in high school. Yeah. That's always the loophole in all the horror movies when teens get naked. 18. They're 18. Yeah. Yeah. They're seniors. It's <laughs> the late birthday. But this girl's name is Connie. And Connie. Mike shows that he can now hypnotize people because he gets her to fucking be like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, so we see the girls doing the topless aerobics slash cheerleading, whatever the fuck they're doing. When somebody comes in with a mask wearing, what is that? A Nixon mask? or is It is a Reagan mask. Reagan, Reagan mask. Ex-president. And uh, I, I thought you guys were about to say, I thought you guys were all going to be Gru and Nixon. I'm like, yeah. Okay. When's Point Break? Point, Point Break. Break is Nixon. No, when was Point Break? Point Break 90s, was 90, 92. Wow. You think one. Wow. They won. 92, 91. They ripped this off. Mm. And uh, they fucking shoot up the place with, like, machine guns. Yeah, Pump Break's a great movie. Sorry. <laughs> break. I'm going to watch um, it as I sleep tonight. <laughs> really? Oh, dude, I'll put that. Dude, that movie's great. Dude, go home and watch Heat. Oh, yeah. I got shit to do tomorrow. No, you can't watch Heat tomorrow? I can't. I know. If I start Heat, I'm going to finish up by noon. So we see the two guys cutting up all, like, the dead bodies, and they're taking parts of them this mm-hmm. and that and uh george is holding the head of a girl and he says he goes oh my name is ishtar he says it like incredibly fucking like i don't know just the way he says it i i found that really really funny yeah but now like this whole next part with the cops i could not stop laughing during this whole thing yeah, this i think i just have a sh- i have a fucking stupid sense of humor i think but um uh the woman's name, the new cop that's with Mark, she is Sheba. What fucking nationality is she? Um, Liz has a, one of her best friends' name is Sheba. Yeah, but this she was not. Yeah, Sheba Jackson is her name in this. I don't know what the nationality would be. I don't know, but so. uh, they keep like having all this funny shit like happen in like the crime scene, like the guys like fumbling with the arm and like. The main, uh, the chief is like, I don't want people disrespecting this fucking place, like these dead bodies. And he's like, all right, like, go scoop this shit up, like off the floor. <laughs> and um, they like have all these like fucking, st- he, what does he say to the, uh, 
Oh, I think he says, let me, let me try to like find enough, like scoop up enough of these people to fucking call their parents or something oh like God. that. <laughs> but, uh, the diner's packed now and George, um, like takes a bite out of whatever he's making and he spits out like a shell casing, which why would there be a shell casing? Wouldn't there be a slug in it? Yeah. Yeah. But people might not understand the slug. So the shell casing. Is yeah. Easier. It was, yeah. it was more for the audience. Hey guys, check this out. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you could tell at this point that they're feeding people, people, people. That's, that's an original, uh, Feeding people, people. It's people. It's people. <laughs> try, I brought the coleslaw. <laughs> it's made of people. Uh, we keep seeing on the TV that there's a wrestler called Little Jimmy Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's George's favorite wrestler, or I don't is it know. Michael's? I forget no, which it's one. George I, 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 likes. I think it's George. George likes wrestling, George but likes I don't wrestling. think he likes him. I think he fucking hates him. Because he keeps saying, like, I'd kill him, like, and all this shit. Yeah. He does well, eventually go fight him. Written for George the Animal Steel, right? What? Was it written for George the Animal yeah. Steel? So that's the connection. It would have made more sense with him, but, uh, oh, dude, would it, would it be bad? that once. Would it be bad to make a Jimmy Hitler shirt? A little Jimmy Hitler? Yes. Probably, yeah, right? Not a good time. <laughs> it's time for a last name change. Pick something else. Yeah, I'll do something else. Um, but Jimmy Hitler challenges the general public, like, oh, Sunday, come, you know, if you got the balls or whatever. And George is like, I'm fucking in. I'm going to go fight little you Jimmy imagine Hitler. Imagine George the Animal Steel in this fucking movie. Dude, imagine Michael Berryman in this movie talking to Connie outside. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you guys know who Michael Berryman is? He was in um. What you well when you said it before, like Michael before. Berryman was the main guy that you would know from Hills Have Eyes. Yes, it's the um. Yeah, hang on. Like he's got a real like interesting looking face. Well, you know he was. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago. He was in the Crow. Yes, he, he was supposed to be he, the skeleton cowboy. The skull oh, cowboy. Skeleton cowboy. Is, are there pictures of him? In the, yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty. I thought the skull cowboy was all like prosthetics though. No, well, no, he he was him though. He was because I remember, I always thought if that scene was real or not because I remember seeing real. it back in the day. But I have like a special version that I ordered from. You guys might not. What was that? Um, what was the store at the Suncoast? Mall? Suncoast. Yeah, I oh. special ordered it from there when it yeah. like, when DVD was. Made. Yeah, me too. And I can never find that scene it's, ever again, even they, on. Yeah, it's they have some scenes, but he was in the whole movie. He was supposed to be. It, it gets confusing. I'm a big crow fan. It gets confusing. It's the you know how the crow kind of guides him. Yeah. The crow was there, but picture this: the crow was the crow is always going to be there. What's well, it called? The skull cowboy. The skull cowboy. Skull cowboy. Uh, cow- Please keep keep talking. I'm going to look this up. cowboy or cow or whatever it is. But he in the in the book, he's the one that's giving him his mission, like being the voice of the crow. Yeah, the I crow, have I have the books. Yeah, the crow is. Kind of supposed to be like, you know, like the liaison, but skeleton cowboy, whatever he's called, was the guy that was going to like telling him what he needs to do. And he popped in. the He was, yeah, like scenes like they cut him out of the whole movie completely. Yeah. I remember seeing the main one was he's standing outside of the church. Yep. That's the and big there's one. like wind and lightning. And he, was he in says it. something. He was in, he was in it. They cut him out completely after after everything. Wow, but, that's some costume. Yeah, it's good costume. That's awesome. But, Jesus um, Christ! But I have this whole theory about like the first two crows were supposed to. Like, I probably would have liked the movie yeah, more if this yeah, was in it. The crow the crow has is the biggest. What is it? The big 
has the biggest VHS sale, like opening. It be it's VHS sales like were better than its like movie profits, like in theaters or yeah. something. Like, like that. it made more money on video, but than- it broke records. It was the highest selling video of the year that year. And but um, the next one was supposed to also be very good when the directors and the writers worked on it, and Miramax like tore it apart. So there's a GoFundMe and throw it GoFundMe for to get the version of the Crow City of Angels that you're supposed to. But you're right, yeah. There there's some scenes floating around you could find. But there's no Brendan Lee scene. It was burnt. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, you'll never see that. You think it's really burnt? Oh yeah, for sure. There's a whole story about how how they they turned it in for evidence, and they everyone watched in a sealed room. And then when it was done, they asked permission. It was logged in, and then they burnt it. Dude, that's got to be somewhere. No, it's gone. You'll no you'll never way. see. It. You'll never see it. Bullshit. I'm sorry. Same thing with Owen Hart. You'll never see that either. Well, uh, is there a video of that? No, never. They ne- I don't think they used to record. Cameras were off. I was going to say, they don't, They weren't recording right there. They were, they were, you were getting a Val Venus segment when that was happening. And mm. then when you came back, you got a very <laughs> sad J- crowd. <laughs> JR. JR Everybody has PTSD. Poor JR trying to tell kids wrestling's not real, but also trying to maintain kayfabe. <laughs> it's not part of the show tonight. He what an just, interesting time. Interesting time, 1999. <laughs> that was that was that was the death of wrestling right there. Mm. <laughs> Probably before, but that was the, that night. was the the nail in the coffin. Keep in mind Vince was mad at you was keep in mind Vince was mad at Owen. Vince was mad at Brett and was taking it out on Owen. Oh, That's shit. why it was the blue blazer again. I we, didn't know that. Yeah. I love wrestling. We, I hate old this. wrestling, not current wrestling. Yeah. I have a couple of tapes that we used to rent huh. from the store. Every like a uh, birthday party. We yeah. all had the same ones. We would always play wrestling tapes. Yeah. Damn. Man. I, I, I do love current. I don't mean to sound like the jerk. I do love current wrestling, but not, not what we get on. Not television. the E. Not, not, not the fed. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Fed. Not the fed. It's not good. But uh, this fat guy sitting at the counter, also known as Vitamin C, that you could call him Vitamin, starts telling him, like, I think he says, like, oh, you like wrestling? He's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a wrestler or whatever. And he's like, oh, I hope you wrestle better than you cook. <laughs> and he starts choking him. And this is, this got me too, man. He starts choking him and this fucking huge guy just starts throwing up on the mm-hmm. crowd of people. It gave me a real standby me type feeling. Yeah. I'm With, a wrestler. George the Bear... No, Iron. dude, he's luscious <laughs> Lou Lumarian. <laughs> That's a great name. Luscious Lou. Luscious Lou. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I have this like, I have that fucking weird boner for uh, fake movie headlines like newspapers and they have a good one here. Nude aerobics gets bloody workout. Oh, dude, I good wish one. they, I wish they used killer workout right there. That would, that was, is killer workout after this or before it i that may be a late 80s movie that might well, be it's like pretty late 80s this movie well this was 87 but this this might have been before killer yeah. workout i don't know but uh connie's crying because she saw the headline she's like that could have been me she's having uh what do they call that survivor's guilt a moment yeah yeah <laughs> Survivor skin. And Mike's like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll protect you. Like, no, nobody's going to fucking hurt you. Well, I mean, like, he's the one killing people. So I guess he's not too afraid. But uh, he gives her the Lumarian amulet. And he says, like, you now belong to Sheetar. So is that foreshadowing? Or did he just, or, yeah, right? He's, like, from the beginning going after her. He's like, fuck yeah. this. I'm going to kill this fucking, this girl. Foreshadowing. <laughs> 
foreshadowing. But uh, the detectives say that everybody that was killed was a vegetarian. And they had like, what, vegetarian food in their stomach or something. Except for one, I believe they said, that had some, I don't know. There's like a lot of little details that, dude, it was so hard to write this fucking plot out. You would not believe how much shit is going on in this movie (laughs) until you really sit there and try to write it out. It's insane. But um, the guys are sewing all these body parts together now and they're painting like the body gold and um, they put like this photo up and it's an old picture of uncle Anwar and he's got like the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. That picture to me, like it didn't look like the same person that played him in the beginning. It looked like two different people, but um, in that picture, he actually looks like uncle Frank (laughs) from Hellraiser. (laughs) But we get like this whole like montage of Anwar in the 60s, like on this killing spree that he had. And he says like how everything went wrong and all the shit that he did and how they have to fucking like do it the right way. And the boys now need to go out and get the ingredients to prepare the feast. And they said they need two stomachs from Immoral Girls. So they're on the prowl now. And he also says something to the effect of like, keep your brother out of those gay clubs. Like uncle Anwar says that to Mike. And like, I find, I found that very weird that he keeps like making like these jokes towards not jokes, but like these comments, like, so was George supposed to be gay? Is that why he like, wasn't really like trying to do anything with that girl until it would make, I think that, that but then he started like making out with her, but he was like, I think it's just the uncle. Being balls. hilarious yeah. when he's just a brain with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> brain with eyes. I'm just a brain with eyes. No mouth, but you hear him talking. Yeah, well, just, yeah. Just brain and, he's, with eyes. and he talks on the phone also. Hello? But uh, Mike and George go to a club, and they're dressed fucking ridiculously. I thought it looked hilarious. Yeah, like... And they what? were having so much fun. Yeah, they loved it. They loved wearing this shit, you could tell. But uh, the bouncers won't let them in because they don't have ID, but... George like picks the bouncer up, throws him in the middle of the street, and like a low rider, like crushes his head. Yeah, and everybody laughs, and they that's let him why in. This movie's a comedy. Yeah, it's that's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, and I, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can go in now. <laughs> well, they're they they're like walking through this club, like looking for girls, and they find two that they feel are like the right ones. And they're asking if, like, oh, you guys in a band? You look like you're in a band. It's like, yeah, we're releasing our uh, our LP, Blood Hunger, by the Sons of Sheetar. And it's and she goes like, oh, I thought you said you uh, you had a restaurant or a diner. It's like, yeah, we're we're just working there till the LP's done. Like, yeah. <laughs> total Smooth. bullshit. Yeah, like people are people actually go out and do this shit. Like, yeah. it's a real thing. I mean, not to they're well, yeah, I guess they also kill them too. Yeah. yeah. I guess this is all 100% real. But um, the detectives are at another diner. And this is where we meet Stan and his little friend. And at first I thought they were just treating the dummy as another character. But then they kind of show him like moving his lips a little bit. Like he's throwing his voice. Yeah, and you hear the voiceover. Yeah, and apparently this character was supposed to be played by somebody. And it didn't work out. And they just kept all the dialogue as the doll. I love this. And it's so jarring because like the whole movie is, is funny, but it's not like over the top like this. 
and it's got like a yeah. funny voice like it looks like a like a mexican cowboy or something yeah. and it just looks like a really shitty like fucking cheaply made doll and it's actually hitting on the cop right like oh you want to you want to go out later want to come back to my place or some shit i i would love to just see more of this but <laughs> you ever see uh black devil doll from hell no no you ever see just the regular black devil doll was from hell the sequel? Yeah, dude. They put out a movie in like 2007 called Black Devil Doll, right? And then the original from 1984 was Black Devil Doll from Hell. So it was the it was the opposite. <laughs> All right. So the cops are asking about the Tutman brothers, and the diner owner is really just kind of brushing it off, like, oh no, they're just, you know, there's no suspicion on them. But uh they are saying though how like oh like their food is like great though everybody goes there to eat this and that and the spices make everything taste better um we're now back at the diner and mike and george are with the two girls and mike's making out with the one girl and george is like awkwardly watching them and the other girl looks pretty anxious to get at george and uh one of them suggests like oh like why don't you go in the show her the back and the girl's like yeah let Show me the back. <laughs> and um, this is like probably one of the more ridiculous things that I've ever seen in a movie before. Also, Mike's like putting like batter on this girl. And he eventually gets her to like lay yeah. on the counter and he pushes her into the deep fryer <laughs> and holds her head in there. And when she pulls her head out, it's like a giant fucking like dough fried yeah. dough ball like a rice ball yeah 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 with earrings on <laughs> and she's just in her underwear right Running yeah she's around. like completely yeah. naked except for like oh. underwear um a lot of nudity yeah oh yeah there's a ton of nudity deep in this fried movie. humans deep but fried uh, nudity. she's like running around freaking out knocking shit over mike like takes a fucking a broom and knocks her fucking head off yeah and the other girl says to george all of a sudden like oh like i don't something's wrong like i gotta go and when she opens the door, she sees Mike like pulling out this girl's intestines yeah. <laughs> and she freaks the fuck out. And uh, she's like trying to escape and she knocks over like these body parts and she drops her fucking purse and like an asshole. She tries to pick her shit up and when she, she could have gotten out, she could have yeah. she could have gotten out. But when she tries to escape, George shows up with a machete of some sort sword and cuts her in half, but vertically. vertically yeah. I second, love. Isn't this a second vertical kill in a row? In this movie? No, no. For us. Oh, yeah. Blood yeah. Rage had a yeah. vertical head slice also. I love vertical head yeah. kills. Like It's harder to do. Like, it's harder, very, harder to write. Like, yeah, harder, yeah. Like, how do you get it into the movie? Was yeah. there? There was one in John Carpenter's Vampires. There was. There was. Oh yeah. my god! There's a lot of like chopping of I things think from in that Dust movie. Till Dawn had one too. They did a vertical. Yeah. Yes, they did. Where was that? Oh, I guess at the end. There was also I, I think I think from Dust Till Dawn had also not just this way. They had they had this way, like cutting down, like like <laughs> from the side. Oh, the oh, like a horizontal. Mental, yeah. Like horizontal axes of your fucking body. You're just getting peeled at that point. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, did you see Terrifier? No. Did you I'm... see Terrifier where he, he no. cuts he cuts the girl in half vertically but from the vag? No, that's that's a starting point. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's already started. 
<laughs> Unzip what a, here. What other? Oh, um, absurd. Mo- AKA uh, Monster Hunter. That has a, a vertical. Oh, yes, he puts yes. the guy on the table, table saw. saw yeah. No, the band saw. Yeah. And cuts and him it, in yeah, half. And, it, but, and that was looked really good. It cuts from scenes of a dummy that you could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prosthetic yeah. piece. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, like a, and, like a, <laughs> and I, I feel like there was another one, and it's a guy on like a table saw, but he gets it like crotch first. I feel like I'm seeing one in my head, but I, I can't put my finger on it. Do you remember from South Park with like the shop teacher going to kill himself? And he's like, and he's laying on the table. So he goes, oh, fuck, that, that's going to hurt. <laughs> and he like gets, gets off, off the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're dumping the body parts, like all the shit that they didn't need. But George didn't realize that one of the girls stole his amulet. So uh, this got like, I guess, was stuck around the severed arm that was found by somebody in the garbage. So now there's a connection to mm-hmm. to them or I guess the Lumerian feast at this point. Mm, the bloodbath. The bloodbath. The blood, blood buffet. buffet. <laughs> um, the detectives take the found amulet to, was she supposed to be like an archaeologist or something? Yeah, you gotta throw one in in this time. Yeah, and she explains the whole like blood feast, like blood orgy, bringing back uh, like the fucking goddess and all this stuff. And um, they, I, I guess, connect the dots at this point that it's gotta be somebody you know, connected to the Lumerians, this yeah. and that. And they start kind of putting two, to, uh, two and two together. And they realize that this happened once before that, like something happened exactly like this 20 years ago, Yeah, 20 years ago, 1967. But, um, detective Sheba's like, Oh, I kind of, th- I know, I know what's going on, but she doesn't really say yeah. anything else, but you keep seeing the diner getting more and more crowded at this point. And Anwar says that they now need the lungs and liver of two sluts. <laughs> this was directed by a female, by the way. So, like, I find this really funny that, like, they were just still, like, throwing these fucking things yeah, out there. Yeah. But I guess she knew, like, what the genre expected and just played a, you know. They provided. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to be, she's making money off of it. So, whatever. Well, let's see them get this. <laughs> but, um,. Mike finally asks Connie to like go out with him to go see George wrestle and all this shit. And he uses his hypnotism to get her to say yes. So now he's like really using this fucking Dracula hypnotism on, on this girl, like over and over. Um, Sam though, from the other diner, like got food. What's his name? Sam. Yeah. The restaurant. Yeah. The other one. Um, he like runs in, he gets food and, and he runs out. So I guess he's going to try to figure out what the fuck's going on. Wants to know why it tastes so good. No, Stan. Yeah. His name is Stan. Stanley. Because he got yeah. Stanley at the end. But um, an IRS agent comes in randomly and asks to see their books. He wants to check the books. Because I know that's, you know, you're mildly popular. And they're immediately, the government's coming after you. But uh, George takes him in the back and kills him and uh, cuts off his fingers and fries him for people. Yeah, I love the fact that he brings him in the back while holding the meat cleaver. He's like, yeah, yeah just... And taps him on the shoulder with it. Come on, right in. Yeah, I'll yeah. <laughs> Come on. And he does one of those, like, walks in, then immediately walks out. Yeah, scenes. like one second. Yeah. I mean, like a revolving door. He's like, Michael! Yeah, like the Grandpa Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reference. <laughs> <laughs> Going into the brothel. Yeah. Uh-uh. 
Um, Anwar calls the girl from before. Uh, he like saw a girl through the through the mirror, and he's like, "Oh, I need that one." And they're going to kill her and take whatever they need from her. And while George is going to take out this girl and her boyfriend, uh, he hits a gang member from the cannibal gang that they originally think is connected to this, but he does kill him. The guy's still alive. So he backs up and he's still alive. So he goes over him again and he keeps going back and forth. Like a comically long section of movie is spent on him running this guy over and it's vitamin C just dressed as another character. It's the same guy, but, um, the girl from before and her boyfriend are banging at the beach, like in this cave dwelling of sorts. And George shows up with an ax. <laughs> uh, he immediately knocks the guy out, but the girl who's completely naked, like fights some fucking karate style and beats his ass. That's I think crazy. he knocks him out. I think she knocks him out. Right. Cause like he doesn't come to again until she's dead. Yeah. But, um, she like goes to try to wake up her boyfriend and a stalactite falls from this cave and goes right through her head. I didn't expect that at all. Like the first time I saw this, I was like, wow, well that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks for her, I guess. So the cops are at the beach and like the boyfriend's freaking out and the boyfriend's get, keep saying like, Oh, it, was, it happened too quick. I didn't see who did it. And they're going to take him away to bring him to the hospital. And did you notice that there was an arm on the stretcher that they were putting him on? It was the, it was the girlfriend's arm. Oh, wow. I didn't catch that. <laughs> but he's like having it. And they do like a role reversal. Usually it's like a hysterical female that survives. And like they have to like take her to the hospital. And this time they have it be like the, the guy that was acting all tough. See, it's He's, all unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. No, they do a great job in this. And I can't believe people do not like this movie. People like fucking, some people hate this movie and say like, oh, it's fucking terrible. I think it's written really well for a horror comedy that was made on a budget of fucking a quarter of a million dollars. Well, a third of a million. That's because those people probably take movies too seriously. Yeah. yeah like what the fuck do it's you like, expect? Lighten that's, up. Be entertained. Well, that's what I find really funny. I, I listen to some of these people and it's like, you say you're a fan of the genre and like all these like fucking movies, but then you're like, oh, this movie looks terrible. This and that. Yeah. It's like. What the fuck do you expect? <laughs> You're watching a movie that's basically made by like a bunch of friends that managed to get their parents to like pay for it. Like you're not going to get a fucking Scorsese masterpiece. You know, you're not getting the fucking Godfather trilogy here. I keep bringing that up. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, even, I don't even, I don't even like it that much. <laughs> Too long, boring, not enough boobies. <laughs> First of all. Yeah. He doesn't follow the Roger Corman uh, formula but uh, now the detectives are saying like this has to be the work of like a blood cult or some sort of cult and they're asking the chief about a former cop named Paul Stanton and he apparently would know about whatever's going on right now and this, the chief flips out and he's like cut the shit I don't want to hear any more about this go keep trying to like find out about like vegetarian restaurants um Anwar tells them that everyone has to participate in this blood feast and they show them hold up these pills and they're called hunger on pills. So apparently these are supposed to make you hungry and they try to pass these off as actual drugs later. Who the fuck is going to fall for that? They, yeah. 
they do not look they look like tums or something like a big bag of pink tums but um the other diner owner is like sitting in the car outside and he's going to try and find out the the secret recipe to, that they're using um the guys talk the club owners into actually doing the blood feasts for them by giving them these the fake drugs yeah doing air quotes and uh they're like yeah sure you can do whatever you want they see like this big bag of pills and immediately the doors open um mark finds paul stan and mark's asking him about all this shit like yeah what happened 20 years ago and every time mark mentions anwar the wife screams <laughs> And didn't this woman appear way too young to be this guy's wife? Yes. At first I thought it was the daughter, and then you find out that Connie is the daughter. But uh, Paul Stanton was the cop that you hear in the beginning saying, come out, you're surrounded. And he shoots him, and he says, like, he had these wild eyes saying, like, I'll be back and for your little girl, too. And he was right. Yeah, he was right. It goes full circle. And... um. Mike and Connie are sitting in the crowd now, and it's George's big match with little Jimmy Hitler. And George comes out as Lush's Lou, Lou Marion. And Jimmy Hitler is like this big guy with blonde hair, and he's got a black Hitler mustache, and he's wearing like a swastika armband. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. There's a lot of Hitlers in this movie. <laughs> like, what the... F- like, why? <laughs> I think there's more, too. Yeah, yeah, there are, there are. But uh, Jimmy Hitler's absolutely beating the shit out of George. And Mike, like, distracts him by shooting him with, like, a... a, He has a slingshot on him. He distracts him. And uh, George is able to basically get the better of him by biting his calf off. (laughs) Takes a big bite out of his calf and uh, spits everything he took in his mouth at Connie and she freaks the fuck out. Doesn't he also like turn his legs so it spews out on her face as well? Yeah, he's like wound. he's like breaking his fucking limbs and he pins him and wins. He wins the competition. <laughs> um she's like trying to leave and Mike's like, no, no, we gotta go have the feast now. Like we you said you would come, all this shit. And eventually he just punches her in the face and he tells somebody, Oh, she can't stand blood. Takes her away and I guess this is where uh, the whole finale starts. Well, sort of. A little bit. Uh, Sheba's talking to Mark when Mike and George pull up next to her. And we see George, like, mooning her. He's, he's like, farting at her. I know Pasini laughed at that. I know he likes that. <laughs> but uh, He's, she sees like the name on the back of the van and she realizes it's very similar to Anwar's name. Uh, she, she says to Mark, like, I know where we're going. And she goes to follow the guys back to the restaurant. Um, when they get back to the restaurant, uh, uncle Anwar's missing. Somebody stole him. AKA Stanley. Stan the man, <laughs> the other restaurant. <laughs> but, uh, they realize Stan took him and, they got to go get Uncle Anwar back because he's the only one that knows how to finish this thing. But uh, when George goes out front, Sheba shows up and puts a gun in his face. And luckily, Mike knew that this was going to happen, I guess, and knocks her out. 
they put her on like this like meat hook, but they don't actually kill her or harm her in any way. Cause you know, you need her for the ending. Yeah. But, uh, Stan keeps threatening uncle Anwar saying that he's going to fucking flush him down the toilet. If he doesn't give him the recipe and he keeps saying all this crazy shit, like, Oh, I need like cat's blood and like dried. No, it was like dead cats and dried fucking all Isn't this. It also six dog dicks. Yeah. Six dog. Dicks. It gets ridiculous after it's like, Oh, we need virgin's blood, dog dicks, cat corpses and all this dumb shit. But, um, Mike and George show up and this is probably one of the more ridiculous confrontations in the movie. Also, Mike like stabs him in the back and it doesn't affect the guy at all. But, uh, Mike grabs the dummy and he's doing, he's still doing the voice as like, like, Oh, he's like, he's going to hurt me. Don't hurt me. All this shit. And, uh, he like throws uncle Anwar's jar. George catches it and he runs but the door's locked and he's trying to unlock the door from like putting his arm through it and they cut off his fucking hand and he just starts seeing blood shoot everywhere. Doesn't he like call it out? He's like, I'd give my arm for that recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all stupid. They do that in like this whole movie. Like they... Yeah, the play on words, but like just... Whatever they say like comes true. But um... (laughs) I just think it's like in the horror movies when the hands get cut off like the amount of blood that yeah. shoots out well this is like fucking absolutely yeah, insane. It's insane so he gets in his car and he's like trying to start the car and they cut off his other hand so now he's got <laughs> two stumps like, doesn't even phase him he's no just like, he's like oh, yeah he's like driving now two new ones. and as he's turning the wheel you see like the blood shooting on the yeah, windshield it's, it's super funny yeah and he's and he eventually fucking crashes and dies <laughs> very slow crash scene <laughs> yeah so uh mark comes and he frees sheba from the back of the diner and now now we get the setup yeah. to the to the ending um on the way to the diner george puts anwar's brain in Sheetar's body um did you notice the mural on the wall at the club no no, no. did you it reminded me of the cramps bad music for bad people it looked exactly the same I'll, I'll watch it back. I, if you, I, yeah, if you look at that, then look at the cover. You're gonna see it's it's the fucking same thing. Put locker, baby. <laughs> Go back anytime. <laughs> oh, me too. But uh, on the way to the diner, George puts on. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, all right. So everyone's eating the pills at the club, thinking that it's drugs, but I guess they're just getting really hungry, and they're starting to turn into like a fucking green zombie type creature. Mm-hmm. But uh. Mike and George arrive and they begin this Lumerian feast. They like put this giant like cauldron out. And as the people start turning into zombies, uh, they start eating from this giant vat of, of shit. Cornucopia. (laughs) But, uh, Mark and Sheba spot the van or something when they're driving by and they realize like, Oh, like this is, we got to go here. This is where they are. And, um, Mike and George start this ceremony. And as they're starting the ceremony, the the people are turning into zombies and they're starting to eat each other. Zombies eating zombies. Yeah. Eating zombies. So she hungry. She tars eyes open. They live. And before they could finish this whole thing, Sheba takes a shot at Mike or George, either or. So all hell breaks loose now. And 
they're shooting fucking people, zombies. Sheetar's shooting fucking lightning and making people's like heads explode. <laughs> and um, before they can, before Mike and George can feed Connie to Sheetar, Mike is shot. And I love that they had him get shot like right in the eye. Did you notice like his dead body? The eye was like fucking like all fucked up. Just, just hanging. Yeah, they shot him in. Well, they like it just looked like it yeah. was like blown in. Yeah. Shot him in the face. But um, George freaks the fuck out, like hooks Mark with this giant like hook on a chain and tries to feed him the Sheetar. But Sheba interfe- uh, interferes with this plan and puts his head into Sheetar's belly mouth, belly mouth, um, video drone type vagina stomach. Um, so we see like, uh, like Sheetar like explodes. Like there's like this big, like lightning and all this shit. And everybody inside the club is dead. There's like body just parts and like a zombie, like gets up and the cop just shoots it. <laughs> so they show, uh, Mark and she believing Mark's all fucked up. And like, they're going to the hospital and the chief's going in, I guess to do nothing, but he like pulls his gun out. Like something's about to happen. But, uh, as all this is happening, we see like a woman like awkwardly walking. We see like from the waist up and you got this guy like cat calling her and all this shit. And you see that it's Sheetar, but in normal clothes now. And, uh, this guy said like, of course they have to fucking end the movie with this, this line guy goes, Hey baby, right before I stick my big sausage in you, what do they call you? Uh, and and you have like Anwar's voice saying Sheetar. So like is Anwar gonna fuck this dude or yeah, well Is he I, Sheetar or is it Sheetar? It's Sheetar. Yeah, it's Sheetar. And he he agrees because yeah. you see them drawing off. Yeah, like she doesn't kill it. Yeah, night. yeah. And that's it. That's Blood Diner. Blood Diner. Sticking that big sauce. Did did you like this movie? Would you I watch did. would you watch this again? Yes, for sure. Would you watch this again? Hundred percent. I saw yeah. this movie at the uh, at the drive-in theater in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, I saw this in a drive-in at uh, the Mahana Drive-in. Yeah, like During, I, wa- I think it was actually was it VHS Fest? Yeah, VHS Fest. I think they played it what, with like five 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 and like the one Halloween we were at or the one you were at. No, the one I went to. Yeah. yeah, I watched the trailer before I watched it, and um, it was being spoken to by. Bill A. Minion. <laughs> and he's in a fancy restaurant. And then you just, he starts cutting into scenes of the movie. And then he realizes what he's doing an advertisement for in the end. And thought the trailer was very fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we always kind of have a segment here where we read the back of the box. And we started doing it after the movie. So you kind of have an idea of what's going on, you know, beforehand. But uh, Anthony, Chris, you tell me. Does this explain the movie? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it bullshit? Is it not? Grab a table at Blood Diner, a cut above the rest. Everything's fresh every day. Slice and dice your way to a horrifyingly good time with a spicy delight with more than a dash of humor. The Nantut brothers run the most popular restaurant in town. Popular, that is. If you're the cunt... What is it? If you're the county coroner. The head, in quotes, chef, has a real human touch with his special recipes. He's killing and grilling up a storm at the diner that serves the best brain food in town. 
No one is safe from the 18 bouncing cheerleaders to the sacrificial maiden, who just happens to be the police chief's daughter. The brothers are attempting to resurrect the ancient and deadly goddess of blood and lust, Sheetar, but her eventual return should bring the evil brothers their just desserts. I mean, I guess it does describe it. Beginning, no, towards the end, they kind of wrapped it up. Yeah, yeah, the beginning doesn't really paint the picture that... Blood Diner. Yeah, that is Blood Diner, but... (laughs) They had a lot going on in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a Vestron video, and apparently people really want this still. It's it's definitely like a cult movie. This is something that I feel like if you showed a normal person, they wouldn't really be into. But if you're into, you know, horror movies or like... I don't know what you would, you know, 80s type action or whatever. You'd be into this. Yeah, if you're into it, definitely yeah. would recommend it. If you're just, this not the style of movie or you're not into that, anything similar to it, then yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're definitely not. That's stupid. <laughs> so, Anthony, Chris, you will be joining us next week? Yeah, I should mm-hmm. be able to. Should be off. Okay. Yeah. So, it'll be our first show of December. What? movie shall we do uh why don't we do have you guys ever seen city of the walking dead negative no have you no all right let's do that okay it's it's a zombie movie it's italian a lot of boobs for you, Chris. Sweet. You got a boob guy. And uh, a lot of stabbing in the boobs in that movie. Boob dad. Mm. But uh, it's it's really good. It's a good one. So we'll do that next week. Uh, other shit? Other housekeeping bullshit? Haunted housekeeping, can we call it? Oh, I'm, I'm going to coin that. Dead. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. City of the Walking Dead. Yeah. Not City of the Living Dead. City of the Walking Dead. City of the Walking Dead. Um, We have shirts coming out. Those will be out, I believe, December 1st. We're going to have all that bullshit. Uh, We're going to be doing an event on December 1st. We'll be vending. Uh, We're going to put the information on the Instagram and in the info of this episode. Um, Anthony, Mm -hmm. is there anything else you would like to plug and or talk about? Uh, No, just come out to the event. It should be fun. Yeah, I'll have my camera. I'll be taking some video. Yeah, we'll probably do do a little mm-hmm. segment for the uh, podcast. Yeah. Chris, anything you would like to oh, plug? Well, I appreciate you allowing me to come yeah. on and speak. Yeah, put my input into things. Yeah, yeah. There you go. This this one next week you will like a lot. Yeah, I can guarantee you you'll like it. I'm gonna check it out. It's very it's very funny. I like it. Yeah, I want to see it. So you can find us at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. You can actually find us on. SoundCloud is that also and Bad Taste Video Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We're everywhere. Just look, just put in Bad Taste Video and we come up. Yes. Yeah. I, you got to put the video though. Except you if have, you go, except you'll get if, another movie then. Yeah. Except yeah. if you go to www.badtastevideo.com, yeah. then you won't get us. Yeah. Just make sure it's video. <laughs> we'll tell you when we get or a real bad, website. Not bad taste on video. Either. Yeah. You'll get get the movie again. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you can email us suggestions or you can message us suggestions for movies, comments, questions, concerns, uh, complaints. complaints. Yeah. Give us complaints. We actually have a five star rating on iTunes somehow. 
thank you five people who yeah yeah uh wait first email us bad taste video show at gmail.com send us money through that yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get, donate. yeah, yeah don- donate money to me the um anthony bassini at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> is, is the paypal for- yeah it's the paypal for the podcast yeah, 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 just, just tell mike that you bought a shirt yeah, just, <laughs> just just put donation on the uh, mention <laughs> wedding gift yeah oh, oh yeah there you go <laughs> But yeah, uh, if you want to suggest a movie for us to do or anything, just let us know. Or maybe if you want to be on the podcast with us. I ran into somebody at the store, um, 7-Eleven, that knew this show, and they said that we should do Starman. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Dude, we're never... You know what? For your birthday next year, we'll do Starman. We'll do Starman. It's got to be your copy. We got to open it. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to do a fresh... Fresh... Oh, we're going to watch it here? <laughs> we're going to watch live, a live stream Dude, oh, ma- oh, maybe one day... We'll do that, dude. Stream. We'll live. I'll set up my shit, dude. I'll set up my shit camera so you can't actually see the movie. Yeah, but we'll live stream us watching Starman, like a I'm mystery Instagram. science three thousand type deal. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen that movie before? No. It's Starman. like it's like an early John Carpenter movie. Starman. Yeah. yeah. Is it earlier? Yeah. No, not super early. Mid John Carpenter. It movie. was. It was like he was John Carpenter already. Like when I mean that, like, he was pretty popular. Yeah, we'll watch it. But, uh, Jeff Bridges, right? Yeah, 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 Bridges, yeah, right? yeah. Um, that that's actually like a really good idea. Yeah, we got to do that one day. That's a good one. Maybe we'll, we'll no the Christmas spectacular will not be that. Yeah, it'll be inner space. No, Martin Short. No, movies, movies, pretty rough. Yeah. So this one's been a long one. We're sorry. We ranted. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. You yeah. know, what can I say? So next week's gonna be City of the Walking Dead. Uh, I am Mike. That is Anthony. Anthony. That is Chris. Goodbye. Good night. Good night.